Not only is Gabriel getting stronger, he's becoming more malicious. If his strength and ability continue to grow at this rate, we will no longer be able to contain him. However, I am still determined. Welcome back to High Horror with Sam and Anya. This is our second episode, and today we're talking James Wan's Malignant. <laughs> I don't even know how to how to say anything more than just like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> no, this has been a while in the making. Yeah. Um, because I got sick, and then you were busy, the kids are home, and then I got sick again. So we've been trying to do this podcast for a couple of months. So here we are, finally. So malignant your first thought about malignant well spoiler warning for anybody listening if you have not seen malignant first of all don't but second of all (laughs) if you don't want to be spoiled and you do want to actually watch this garbage movie um go ahead and watch it and then come back and listen i just malignant to me I don't know if it was the same thing for you, but I went into it with some level of expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, James Wan is hit or miss. I'm not yes. always a fan of his stuff. No, but me neither. The Conjuring was fucking awesome. Yeah, and, the first one. Yeah, right. And the first Insidious. So good. Yes. And so I went into this thinking it was going to be at that kind of level. The, the way it was presented seemed like a really great horror slasher with some mystery and the, the cover art. I loved it. Yeah. And then I watched this movie and I got so mad at him for wasting my fucking time. Yeah. I think like my initial thoughts for malignant i just have one word written here fromage (laughs) (laughs) and i i feel like if he had if they had marketed the movie for what it was instead of duping horror fans into thinking that it was something more than what it was i think it could have done better um because like you i went into it expecting another scary creepy james wan film and what we got was a cheesy horror film like a throwback to 80s cheese films and Mm -hmm. that's that's what malignant was um and everybody kept telling me give it a a second watch give it another go it's more fun the next time when you uh know that it's not meant to be taken seriously that it's supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be cheesy and i'll tell you i slogged through that first (laughs) the first half of that movie the second watch and I'm like no no and then I read a few articles and I I think I sent them to you Mm -hmm. about what the movie was supposed to represent and then I just kind of looked at it through a reanimator type lens so the reanimator movies from the 80s are some of my favorite horror movies they're fun they're gross and they're not meant to be taken seriously and once I started with that lens, I found a few redeeming qualities. I increased my rating, but I still didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, I remember, yeah, when you when you sent me some of those links, mm-hmm. my, my thought process with this movie was if they didn't flip it into an action movie at the mm-hmm. end, I could have been more on board with embracing the cheesy elements and that old, you know, um, throwback to 
the cult type 80s movies. But the moment they introduce that high action Matrix style yep. moment, I I was like, I can't, I can't do this. It just flipped. It went from one movie to another and at the same time they did this weird reveal and then they're trying to add too many elements he overcomplicated it that's what i found with this movie i felt like it was a mammoth of a film like there was just <laughs> so many elements and i found there was like a lack of consistency throughout and like you said that that part where it flips to action it was so aquaman for me yeah um, in fact, a lot of the effects that were used in *Malignant* were from Aquaman, like that shaking, oh. that shaking vision where uh, her worlds fall away, and all of a sudden she's in the viewpoint of Vincent. That's that's an Aquaman thing. So I'm guessing a lot of that forty million dollar budget went to those camera effects. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely 40... didn't go towards the tumor. Let me tell you. No, forty million dollars, and when you look at like who was involved it's mostly tv people Mm. like a lot of the actors the writer of the film uh is it akila i'm not sure uh it was written by akila let me see if i wrote it down anywhere here i did not akila cooper Ingrid Bisu and James Wan. So Ingrid Bisu is actually James Wan's partner. So this is an idea that the two of them came up with. Uh, and then they got Akila Cooper on board to write the script. Um, but a lot of the actors and Akila herself comes from TV. So I was just like, where, what did the budget go on? Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's hard to watch this movie. Like, as a creator, I tried when I went into this the second time, I tried to put myself into the shoes of, of a creator and being in this movie. And, you know, I did I write this down someplace? Let me see here. Anyways, I wrote this. I swear at one point I wrote this down. But the idea of being in a James Wan movie, you know, anybody would jump at that. Anybody would say, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. if I was asked to be in a shit James Wan movie like this, I would do it in a fucking heartbeat, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then you have to bring your top-notch A-game with your acting. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really fell short for me. Because if they were going to really go the cheesy acting route, then all of them should have done that, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. And I did not care for Annabelle Wallace's performance in this. Oh, it was Um, so bad. Like, she is most known for her roles in, like, shows like The Tudors and, you know, drama and period pieces. Um, So I didn't find her transition believable as a horror actress. Yeah. I see. I've never seen her in any of those things, so I... I don't have any basis of comparison, but she's just not a good actor. Like, I don't know if she is in the other shows. Well, I mean, I have caught a couple of episodes here and there of the Tudors years ago, and it's it's a period drama, and there's a lot of romance element to it. So, I mean, mm. like, she fits that role, but I didn't, I didn't believe her as Madison in this. <laughs> um, I just didn't. I, I like the sister, um, who 
her name is Madison, <laughs> Maddie Hassan. Oh, she yeah. Is the sister, Sydney Lake, she was probably my favorite character in the film. Yeah, she was fine. There was no yeah. issue with her. Yeah. But, and even the cop, I thought his yes. acting was fine. Yes. But hers was so bad that... It was really bad. You know what I really struggled with, though? Is I found the representation of women in this film, it really made me mad. It adds to the stereotype of a woman staying with an abusive man. Yep. And I felt it was very poorly written. Yes. And it's surprising that you're saying that this was partially written by a woman because, Mm -hmm. like, really, you just set us back a little bit by by that kind of situation. Yeah. And I I wonder, like, if that was a part of the process of the throwback to the 80s or not, or if it was intentional or whatnot. But I didn't care for that aspect either. Because, yeah, they made... The, the female characters a lot weaker than what they should have been. I mean, there is some redeem redemption for Madison at the end, of course, when she takes back power. But uh, again, she just wasn't that believable as an actress. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And even the whole idea that this parasitic twin is a male and he is stronger than her. And right. it, it takes her getting to know herself and going through these difficult moments of loss in order to feel strength. And it's like, why can't women just be strong? Right. We are. We are. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, exactly. but, you know, the physical toll that women go through just generally as a species is a lot more than men. Yeah. And we're Absolutely. just, like, ah, oh, just... It, it made me so mad. Yeah, I did not care for it. Like, I, I did find a few redeeming qualities eventually. Um, I tried to critically look at it. Um, I did like the city under the city. So I'm guessing a lot of that budget went to the set design. Yeah. Because um, the city under the city was a really cool idea. Um, and I did enjoy the set design i thought it was nice and grim and bleak and it it set the tone for the film but that being said i found that the tone of the film wasn't consistent throughout mm-hmm. uh, and i think that is due in part that there was a lot of second unit shooting involved in this and second unit shooting is those those action scenes that the uh, the director doesn't need to be there for or scenes that are already well set out um that they have like the director will have somebody in charge of filming those scenes when they can't be there because they're on such a short time constraint and uh you know the budget and whatnot and i really noticed that second unit shooting in this film it seemed very prevalent yes you know what i wanted to know because I was really digging in this movie to try to mm-hmm. find out, to find some good qualities. What I, why did she have continual miscarriages? I understand the moment where he hit her, or, you know, her head gets bonked, and then boom, twin is right there again. That, that was a, an explanation. I understood that from that moment going forward... Um, it was always Vincent all along. He was taking her babies. Which which I like, but mm. they should have played into that. That was an added layer of mystery that they I felt was really a lost opportunity. 
I think that we'll see that in the second one. There's going to be a second one? Oh, dear Lord. There is talks of the second one. I mean, it's one. He never does just one film. He's like the franchise king in in Hollywood. So, yeah, there are lots of talks right now of a second one, and people are thinking there's going to be a lot more explained. Like, for example, um, they don't explain why the electricity is affected whenever Mm -hmm. he's near or present. Um, so things like that and possibly the miscarriages might be more explained in the second one. Well, I mean, even just thinking about it, a parasitic twin or, you know, a tumor like that, how would that actually cause a miscarriage in her body? Right. <laughs> just, just even saying that out loud. Scientifically, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how that would happen. I like, I, I don't know. But yeah, I was... Um, I found the story super weak. And I mean, this is more, it's like slightly over two hours. This mm-hmm. film. It's long. And it's a long watch. And <laughs> oh, wow. It took so long to get through this movie. Well, it, it really did. I mean, the, you know, hearing that. Okay. So like in terms of where they could have gone with it, Vincent could control electricity and speak through electricity. He's able to control her body and, you know, have fetuses die. One of the things that I put on here was why, where does she get the sudden strength? So obviously he is able to, in some weird way, yeah. give her this added strength. So all of that has, has this very paranormal sort of... Um, direction Mm -hmm. but they did not play into that and i again that to me that's a missed opportunity unless it was his intention to always have more than one malignant but i felt just in the standalone film it 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 was too much of a hole that wasn't completed yeah exactly there was a lot of holes in this film i found that and And that's very disappointing for him because he was very succinct with movies like saw and um the conjuring and insidious like he was very good about those sort of things so why was this one so chaotic i think it was his partners like when you look at the the films like saw and insidious he had a hand in writing those as well Mm -hmm. and those were his ideas whereas this was more of an idea that him and his his partner came up with so it was kind of like a, a fun thing. It wasn't really a serious thing. And I find, yeah, I find he's better at writing rather than having somebody else write for him. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I wish that he would kind of own it and say, you know, I, I realize this is not everybody's cup of tea, but this is why we did this. And then that way it would be a little bit more acceptable to the horror community that didn't get on board with this film. You know, right. not right. every horror film is going to be the director's glowing, shiny thing. Exactly. And like with this movie, with the $40 million budget, it only grossed 34 at the <laughs> box office. So it didn't even make back what... <laughs> what was put into it this felt like such a a vanity project for one um because we have to remember how much money he has made for warner brothers um they have distribution rights to the entire conjuring universe uh all the movies spun off of that um 
the uh, Aquaman movies, the Insidious movies. So it was almost like, here, James, you and your partner go write something. You've made us so much money. Here's your reward. <laughs> but what I want to know is, does he actually stand behind this movie? He seems to. Oh. <laughs> From what I've read, he seems to. He he likes to describe it as more of a comedy slash jello and body and body horror. So those were the influences for this film. So he's I calling this you, a body horror. Doesn't it need to have decent effects for it to actually right? be a body horror? But if you look at the jello uh, influence, that would explain the weakness of the females because I mean all those shallow movies were all uh, women in distress that needed a man to help them you know what I mean <laughs> but again like knowing that they're going to take that direction then switch it up in some kind of way don't make her an old school woman of distress make it a right. representation of where we're at with women yes and yeah. It ah uh, just ah uh, this movie made me really mad at him for yeah, releasing it made this. Yeah, mad too because <laughs> I I probably talked. Well, I mean, here we are, still a year later, and we're still mad about it. <laughs> it's tr- that's <laughs> so I true. That's true. I guess he was effective in the fact that people are still talking about this a year later and how bad it is. <laughs> And I, I mean, there's something to be said, absolutely, for creating a movie that creates discussion only. Mm-hmm. It's like the movie Murders, you know? I, yeah. I hated that movie, but it's in my top ten because I can't stop thinking about it, stop talking about it. Oh, you hated it? The, well, the, the, I hate... The, the French one? I didn't hate it. Isn't the, No, it's a beautiful film, and there's so many things I loved about it, but the intensity of the gore made me really sick to my stomach. Oh, and see, I love that. Well, so if you're a gore fan, then yes, this movie is fucking incredible. I loved it. Yeah, and I get that. Like, everything, the writing, the acting, it was all superb. Yes. But it made me really uncomfortable and not in a good way. But, but like I said, I I did. Yeah, that one, that, (laughs) that one must have been written by a man and directed by a man. Definitely. Holy crow. I had to take like a good two weeks off of watching horror movies after watching. After that one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I That one didn't affect me the same way Martyrs did. Martyrs, I watched it and I felt, it felt real. It felt yeah. like some of those scenes were like, oh, holy, sh- how did they do that? But with the sadness, I could feel the not, the not realism behind the effect. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's one thing I felt really lacked in Malignant was yeah. was the realism because just I'm sorry, but Vincent just looked really bad. He did. The creature design was terrible. I did not care for that at all. I didn't like. I I know a lot of people. I've heard fans like on TikTok say that they loved the backwards lady. I didn't care for it. <laughs> the backwards lady. That's, that's what they call her, the backwards lady. But I, I didn't care for it. I, I think that they could have made that so much more. But then again, uh, as soon as the movie opened, I knew it was going to be about a parasitic twin. Like, I knew right away. Did you? As soon as, yeah, as mm. soon as she said, it's time to cut out the cancer. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a parasitic twin film. And I was right. <laughs> I had to sit there for two hours, but I was right. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, really? Oh, it's such a weak story. 
And uh, yeah, I was really annoyed when I first watched it. And mm -hmm. I was just like, wow, $40 million for a wank project. <laughs> it totally is a wank project. It's a weak wake project. It is a weak wake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. I'm going to see. So I'm looking down my list of notes here. I'm trying to see if there's any, any good thing. <laughs> I've really tried. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Like so what I want to know, another thing that came to my mind for the writing aspect of it is, you know, when the twin calls the doctor. <laughs> Yes. And the doctor says, oh, who is this? Like, okay, come on. She would have known instantly. Come on. I think that was supposed to be one of the moments we laughed at. But really, um, we were just all groaning at home and in theaters. Um, I think they really missed the mark with the humor. Yeah. It wasn't... It wasn't um, funny enough to be picked up as humor exactly it's embarrassing it's a bad yeah. dad joke this entire movie is a bad a, dad joke yep. that you're cringing and you're mortified and you're like why why are you doing this right now and the the ending like with the two sisters <laughs> i i just i was just like this this wraps up like an after school special to me <laughs> I hated the ending lines. I, I hated the dialogue in this movie. Um, no. I mean, I, I raised the rating just because I could appreciate um, the fact that it, it it has a place in the horror genre, definitely. But it just wasn't for me. And yeah. I, like I said, I did enjoy the set design. The effects... Uh, there's nothing more dateable than CGI. I mean, yeah. watch Malignant five years from now. It's going to be even worse. Even worse. Yeah. But like watching it, you know, I was, I was thinking again from a creator's perspective, like when I, with the doctor, for example, what doctor is just going to have all of her personal records of all of her patients at home? Right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm kind of looking at James Watt and being like, again, you're standing behind things like that? Really? Right. Like, at least, at least take a look at what's been written and, and pick out the things that you know horror fans are going to tear apart. Yeah. And those those are the, the simple things. Like, another thing I wrote down was the, the part where Maddie's bleeding from her head. It's like, oh, yeah, you, oh, shit, you're bleeding. That's it. Nobody, yeah. nobody was concerned. No doctor yeah. was involved. No. Just like, <laughs> James, come on, man. And I think that's why I have so much hate for this movie because the, like, I, I only gave it 0.5 out of 5 because of the, <laughs> and the only thing I liked about it was the aesthetic of the visuals of the, um, yeah. cover. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I enjoyed the cover. <laughs> I did. I like the cover art as well. I thought that was very smart. I agree. Um, and it was very misleading, as you it said. It was very misleading. I was just going to say, it was also very misleading because we went in thinking it was going to be... And like I said, if, if they had just from the beginning presented it as like, hey, this is, you know, a cheesy Jallo ripoff mm -hmm. throwback to the 80s um, that you're going to laugh at, then maybe we all could have enjoyed it more. But... 
like you said, we were all sitting back waiting for like another Saw or another Conjuring or another Insidious film. And uh, what we got was this mess. <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, and also thinking about it from like the studio's perspective, if they had seen this and gone, okay, how are we going to market this in a trailer to appeal to people? Mm-hmm. It didn't appeal to people in the way that they did that. And so here's to hoping that they've learned from that. I mean, yeah. kind of comparing it, movies are not the same in any kind of capacity. But when Sam Raimi did The Evil Dead, they tried to present it as an actual horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so then they really leaned into the cult and the comedic part of it for the second and the third. So my hope is that they have all learned from the way that this was promoted and that they will really, if there is going to be a second unfortunate movie (laughs) presented to the world, that they will lean into what it really was. Yeah, I hope so. I I mean, there's been so much talk online. So, you know, people have, people have heard the word has gotten back. Um, I expect that the second one will be presented a little bit differently. I, I who knows? Maybe the studio was like, "Oh, how are we gonna like market this?" <laughs> well, that's one of the notes I have. Is this movie did not really get promoted very much? I'm like, I don't know. Just as a parent, I put myself into the shoes of, you know, if I was a parent adopting a child, you're not just gonna take them at face value and say, "Oh, you came from trauma, cool." Let's go forward and, oh, okay, now you're talking to this fake friend, but no big deal. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember, were there any scenes where, like, when she was a child, where the electrical was affected at all? Um, I don't remember that, but I do recall they, you know, miraculously watched this home video of, of a birthday party where Gabriel had done something and you could see her talking to him. Yes. And then she, and then- yeah. And then, and at that point, they were just like, oh, you're talking to your, you know, friend again. It's one thing if the child doesn't have trauma, but they have trauma. That would be where it's like, okay, wait a minute. What happened here? And then it's really easy for the parents then to look into it and figure it out. And I mean, I know then you wouldn't have a story, but why even introduce that element of it then? Why did they even bring that part of it up? It just... I guess we could sit here and tear apart the writing for the next hour. (laughs) I know, again, it seems like really disjointed. And the fact that there were three people writing it, I mean, it's really obvious um, in the film because it seems like all three people were going in different directions. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But maybe that'll be explored again in the second, in the sequel, but... Uh, it seems to me, like, when I watched it, it seemed that the parents just didn't really know what to do about it. Which, I mean, I can understand that. And it was a different time in the yeah. 80s or 90s. I, I get that. But so instead, they take home videos of her doing this and keep it for later. Like, it's yeah, just right. so fucked up. <laughs> and her talking on the phone, like, the fact that a toy phone was ringing, I don't know, that would be a little bit of a... What's going on here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just just a little. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm hoping that maybe they'll uh, explore that supernatural part a little bit more in the second one and explain some things about the first one. (laughs) I agree. The aside from the 
you know, the, the parasitic physical twin of it, there's that supernatural element that he really has an opportunity to use. Mm-hmm. And if he goes that direction, that's why I would see this second one is yeah. if he goes in that direction, there is possibility there. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that some, somebody as strong as, as Gabriel is just going to end up staying in that mind prison. Like he's going to get out. Something will happen. He'll get out again. Or maybe she'll embrace it. Who knows? I, I'm really, I have so many questions about what they're going to do in the second one. I'm more excited for the second one <laughs> than, I, than I was watching this because I just have so many questions. I know. I, one day we'll get James one on here. <laughs> right? That would be amazing. It would be amazing. I don't even know what else to really say. <laughs> about this movie so you gave it a half star i initially gave it one star for effort um (laughs) but then when i went back and and kind of saw it and appreciated for what it was i i brought the rating up to a three um just because of the production value uh the set design and how it was supposed to be received but it doesn't mean that I liked this movie in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. I hated watching it the second time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to push my rating up to a one because because of the things you're saying, um, the set design, you're mm-hmm. right. You can't deny they went for a very specific aesthetic and it yes. was achieved mm-hmm. and it looked good. Mm-hmm. That house was great. And it was. Yeah. yeah, right? Like in the whole attic upstairs, and that whole part of it was very cool. It w- that wasn't used enough, I thought. Um, but so because of that argument, thank you, Sam. I'm going to yeah. push, push it up to a one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, this was not uh, the movie that I expected by, by any means. I, I expected something scary i wasn't expecting to laugh and i i laughed like right out of the gate and i was like am i supposed to be laughing and that was it like it wasn't intentional the comedy wasn't intentional enough Mm -hmm. i feel like it really missed the mark i think it could have been either funnier or a little more serious but uh, in this instance i think they could have just made it a little funnier like a little more obvious that it was a comedy horror not an totally. actual horror. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I mean, there's a great place for horror comedy. Yeah, we all love them. And like like I said, I always go back to the reanimator films because they were just so cheesy, but they were so fun to watch. And I still love watching those films. So maybe, maybe in 20 years, we'll be saying the same thing. Who knows? <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait for the second one to redeem the first. <laughs> Well, you better believe when that second one comes out, we're reviewing it. Absolutely. 